Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Tyson Pre-Show. This is episode 11. In this episode, we are going to talk about step three of the core four. That's right. If you want to anchor yourself, protect your heart, guard your heart, like King Solomon says in Proverbs, he says, I want you above all else to guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Proverbs 4.23. So if you're listening to this and you want to guard your heart, there are four core things that you can do to begin to do that. And this episode, we are going to talk about step number three. But before we get into that, I want to remind you that your diet, it's not only what you eat. It is what you watch. It is what you listen to what you read, and the people you associate with. So pay attention to what you feed your soul, not just your stomach. That's right. I want you to own that. And because I want you to own that, I have released the Ferocious Faith Community. You can go to TysonPriest.com in the upper right corner to take the 30-day Ferocious Faith Challenge. That is 30 days of the core four. You will also be allowed into the Ferocious Faith community on Facebook where people just like yourself gather together twice a week to talk about the core four, how they're progressing and how they're doing and how they're growing as individuals. It's going to be encouraging for you. I want you to own that mountain in front of you. Take charge of that thing. It's so important that we guard our hearts as King Solomon says. Well, you're probably asking yourself, I'm not a part of the ferocious faith community. You're probably asking yourself, what is step number three? I'm so glad you asked. Step number three is all about the music we put into our ears. Now, some of you have just shut off the podcast. Others of you are still listening. So before we get started into this, I want to read you a quote by Khalil Gibran. The quote is this, Music is the language of the spirit. It opens the secret of life, bringing peace, abolishing strife. Music is the language of the spirit. That's so important. Maybe you're listening, you're saying, okay, Tyson, how is music spiritual? Well, a few podcasts ago and a few blogs ago on my site, I talked about what is the heart? What is the thing that that moves us? It's combined of three things. Your intellect, your emotions, and your physical body. That is the heart of you. So when we think about music, is music spiritual? Let's see if it passes the test of three. First, intellectually, does music, most music, probably the music you listen to in the car and in the shower, does it have lyrics? Why, yes, it does. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. One out of three. It has lyrics. It is intellectual. 
Let's see if it passes the second test. The notes, the rhythm, and the beats, and the timing of music is all designed to move you emotionally. Is music emotional? Ding, 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 ding. Two out of three. Now, you might be asking, how is music physical? Have you ever driven down the road by yourself and performed a concert in front of thousands as the lead singer in your car? You were singing and using your vocal cords. Music is physical. Have you ever, you know, clapped, swayed? Have you ever grabbed your iPhone or Android, turned on the light, raised it up at a concert, and swayed back and forth? Guess what? That's physical. And we have a winner! Three out of three. Music is intellectual, emotional, and physical. That's right. It is physical. You know, there's a story in the scripture in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 14 through 23. King Saul was dealing with rage and anger, and it said that evil forces had, had come upon him and begun to plague him in, in anger and rage. And the people that worked for King Saul went and got this little shepherd boy named David. And David brings his musical instruments and begins to sing in the presence of Saul. And it says that as David sang, it removed the evil spirits from Saul. It calmed him, and he completely changed his mood. Music is spiritual. It impacts your heart. It impacts your children. It impacts your marriage because you're feeding your intellect, you're feeding your emotions, and you're physically responding to it in this earth suit we call a body. Now, for me personally, when I'm listening to music, I want the music to be uplifting. I want the music to be encouraging. If you've listened to previous podcasts, you know that we do not run our lives based on feelings and emotions. Our feelings and our emotions, as I've said before in other previous podcasts, is our feelings and our emotions are the gauges on the car. So you don't drive to your vacation destination <clears throat> and just constantly stare at your gauges. <clears throat> and yet, when we pick music, it's, what do I feel like? Well, guess what? <clears throat> That's not good. That's not a healthy thing. <clears throat> In just a few minutes, I'm going to deconstruct a very popular song. <clears throat> and just stay with me because you're going to find this interesting. But... I want you to consider this. When I personally listen to music, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to listen to something that if I'm emotionally in a well, I don't want my music in the well with me. If you happen to be strolling along and a very famous dog named Lassie, some of you might know who that is, some of you have no clue, that's okay. And Lassie comes up and does the bark and says, woof, 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 Tyson's in a well. I don't want you jumping in the well with me. I want you to get a rope and lower it down into the well so that I can climb out or go get additional help. You see, music is like that. 
I don't need my music to connect with my feelings and my emotions. <clears throat> I need my music to give me vision, to inspire me, and to lift me up out of the well I'm in. I don't want music that wallows in the mud with me. I want to be lifted up. I want my music to be a rope that attaches to my feelings and intellectually pulls me up. It is positive. It is pulling me up, not just hanging out with me where I am. And so when I listen to music, it's either no lyrics or it's lyrics that are positive. It's encouraging. It's taking me somewhere that I need to get to, or it's encouraging me to get to where I need to be. So what does that mean? Well, that means most of the music that we listen to on the vast majority of radio stations and playlists is just junk food for the heart. It's junk food for our emotions. It's junk food for our intellect. It's like it would be as if you lived on Twinkies, Ho-Hos, and Ding Dongs. That's the vast majority of music. You say, oh, come on, Tyson. That's just, you've gone overboard with step number three on the core four of the Ferocious Faith Challenge. I don't think so, my friend. In fact, let's deconstruct a very popular song right now. Are you ready? Here we go. The song, Friends in Low Places. Oh, Tyson, why did you have to pick that song? I like that song. And many of you have sung it at concerts. And many of you have sung it in your car. And you've even taught it to your kids. Now, I personally own the song. I owned it on cassette. I owned it on CD. And now I own it in my iTunes account. So, <laughs> I have nothing against this song. I have nothing against Garth Brooks. He's one of my favorite artists. But when I start deconstructing the song line by line, I begin to realize how much of a Twinkie this song really is. It makes me feel good, like a Twinkie tastes good, but it does nothing for my arteries or my cholesterol or my blood pressure for my life. Now, if you don't know the story behind Friends in Low Places, I'd encourage you to go look that up. But this song was released in the early 90s by uh, the artist Garth Brooks. And let's dive into this song. First line in the song, blame it all on my roots. Ha! There you go. See, the, the song is already in your head and you've already marched down the road ahead of me. Stay with me on this. Stay with me. Blame it all on my roots. First line of the song. It's not my fault. I was raised this way. It's a victim mentality. I can't help myself. It's all in my roots. I was born this way. Victim mentality, my friend. First line of the song. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 7. Psalm 91, verse 11 and 12. Psalm 71, verse 20. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. If you're a follower of Jesus and taking care of your heart, you know that these verses, and go back and rewind and look those verses up, you'll find out that those who follow Jesus do not play victim with a victim mentality. We cannot walk around going, just blame it on my roots. I can't help it. I was just born this way. 
So what happens when your five and six-year-old are singing this song? What are they learning? I'm a victim. I can't help it. I was just born this way. Which is antithesis to Christianity. Christianity says, I can change. Doesn't matter what my past says or who I am or what I am, I can change. It's kind of the whole idea of being baptized, right? Dying to yourself, raising up to a new life. We're invited to a change relationship, not a victim relationship. So, blame it all on my roots. I'm a victim. I showed up in boots. Okay, great. Um, I own a pair of boots. You might even own a pair of boots. If you don't, I'd highly recommend you go get some because they last forever if you buy a good pair. Just that was that was just a little extra there. All right, next line. And ruined your black tie affair. Why? 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 This line says basically, I'm going to show you in a spirit of pride and revenge. I'm going to ruin your black tie affair. I'm going to get revenge and I, you have hurt my pride. This is a very emotionally damaged person seeking to ruin a nice event. Need I go on? I probably do. The last one to know, the last one to show. Okay, so you're the last one to know and the last one to show. So what? That happens a lot in life. The final phrase of this section of the song, I was the last one you thought you'd see there. Well, honestly, if the relationship was any good, no. They expected you to show up because they knew the type of person you were. So clearly the relationship, you guys didn't really truly get to know one another. So I don't know if it was a surface relationship. Um, I don't know what happened, but no, probably not. If if the individual was if the individual was uh, thinking that you were the last one they would see there, they didn't know you. They didn't get to spend the time to know you. This relationship was superficial from the get go. Next section of the song, and I saw the surprise. Okay, yeah, probably, maybe. I mean, as we've established, it's a superficial relationship already. So, yeah, I really didn't expect to see you here. Next line. And the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne. Hmm. I'm going to show up to a black tie affair and I'm going to instill fear and show I am superior. Really? You, what you've really told me is how really insecure you are, how hurt and damaged you are. Um, fear? No. You're not instilling fear. Uh, you're trying, but just it's it's not working. Uh, next line. And I toasted you. Okay, okay. You've probably toasted her before. No big, <laughs> no big deal here. You've toasted her before probably, and said, "Honey, we may be through, but you'll never hear me complain." Uh, wrong. You are here complaining right now. Um, this is a very hypocritical line. You'll never hear me complain. Well, you're here to complain, hypocrite. Oh, but let's sing it all together because we feel like it. All right, let's move on. 
to the main section of the song. Cause I have, cause I've got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases. Okay. I'm going to introduce self a self-destructive force and a lifestyle that will destroy my life. Why? Because you cheated on me. And I can't help it. I'm just the victim. So I just need a drink. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Do you think a person that owns their mountain that is in full control and full charge is singing this song? Or being this person? Probably not. Oh, and having friends in low places really doesn't get you anywhere because I can tell you what your life will be like five years from now by who you're hanging around right now. Yep, that's right. If you want to see where your life is going, look at who you're hanging around. If you want to earn a better income, if you want to have that place where you go on vacation, say the lake house or the beach house, and none of your friends do, guess what? You probably will never get there. Because we tend to associate and stay around people that are like us, that make us feel comfortable, and then nothing good grows in a comfort zone. So, I'm just saying, that's that. So, we've established that this guy is a victim. We've established that he is now trying to get revenge. This guy is a hypocrite. And he's going to introduce self, a self-destructive force where he is just going to start kicking back beers. And as we'll see as the song goes on, it's going to become a lifestyle. I don't want that for my life. I don't want that for my kid's life. And I don't want that for you. I want you to own it. That's why I'm offering you for free the 30-day Ferocious Faith Challenge and the Ferocious Faith Community to own it. Okay. So, let's go on. The beer chases my blues away, and I'll be okay. But will you? I mean, really, really, really? Are you going to be okay? I don't think so. So, no, 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 you won't be okay. You've got problems, buddy. Oh, here's a line. Are you ready? I'm not big on social graces. My friends, if your bare sense of ownership and guarding your territory is not going off right now, you need to be in the Ferocious Faith community. I'm not big on social graces. Just says, I haven't learned how to be respectful and I don't care. You see, not being big on social graces says, you know, I really don't respect you. I don't respect these people here. And it's likely this person doesn't even know these people. Though we don't know it through the song, but it's possible that he walks into a, this person walks into a party and sees people he doesn't even know, but he doesn't care because he's so damaged and letting his feelings run his body that he doesn't care and may likely burn a bridge depending on who's here. Let me tell you what else this line says. Now, we've all heard this, and it's likely you've said it. It's likely I've said it. Well, I just keep it real. Anybody ever heard that? I just keep it real. I just tell it like it is. Listen, if you're having a conversation with somebody, and they say that line or those lines or anything like those lines, run. Run away.
run away very, very fast. Because what they've just said is, I'm going to tell you what I think, and I don't care what you think. Guess what? That person doesn't, that person does not know how to communicate properly. You need not be involved in a relationship with them. I can keep it real and I can be honest, but I can do it in love. But if they start getting sassy, you need out. But they're my friend. Nah, probably not. Not if they're not going to respect you. They're not your friend. You don't need somebody like that in your life. It's just the truth. And bears who own their property and own their mountain, they know. I don't need a person like that on my mountain. Go away. Draw a line. Create a border. Create a boundary. Get out. I'm not big on social grace that says, I don't respect you. I don't need that person in my life. Okay, okay. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Go away now. Next line. I think I'll slip on down to the oasis. Oh, I've got friends in low places. So I'm just going to repeat by continuing my life destructive habit. Next line. Well, I guess I was wrong. Screams are... Let me back up. Well, I guess I was wrong. I just don't belong. My identity is being shaped by those who don't want me. My actions are being shaped by those who don't want want me. Listen, if the person doesn't want you in their life, go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Don't let this person, whoever this individual is in this song, be your friend. Just don't. And don't you be that friend because you know you are a three-part being and you're going to master and control all three parts. Next line. But then I've been there before. Hmm. Well, basically saying, I don't really know how to get out of this self-destructive behavior because I keep doing it. I've been here before. I've not learned from my mistake. This is who we want to be? This is what we're singing about? Jeez, this is what we put in our kids' heads? This is what we put in, in our heads as adults? And we think, well, I'm an adult. It's okay. It's just a fun song. I can just sing it. And then we, 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 train our, we train ourselves to think like this and to sing it and get physically involved with it by clapping and singing and getting our emotions involved with it and then our intellect involved with it. So our three-part being is connected to this song. And then we want to ask what's wrong with the world. I don't have to look any further than the mirror. That's why I started the Ferocious Faith Challenge. We can go higher and do more together and be better together by encouraging one another and growing together. Well, let's let's go on with this song. Everything's all right. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. I think we've kind of we've we've kind of figured that out. You're in a self-perpetuating lie, a self-destructive attitude, and you're destroying your life. So no. Uh, everything is not all right, but if you want to keep deceiving yourself and lying to yourself in this song, go ahead, buddy. All right, I'll just say goodnight and I'll show myself to the door. Good, please do. Please show yourself to the door. Dear Lord, leave. <laughs> all right, I got a little too animated there. How about this next line? Hey, I didn't mean to cause a big scene. 
Well, yes, you did. Yes, yes, you did. That was a horribly passive-aggressive line, and it has just made you a horrible hypocrite. Now, we've all been hypocrites in our lives. Everybody's a hypocrite at some point. It just happens. Hey, I didn't mean to cause a big scene, but you did. You don't go into a black tie affair, take a guy's glass of champagne, and then toast everybody, toast in front of everybody. Uh, what, what are you doing? You, you did mean to cause a big scene. Next line. Just give me an hour and then. Okay, great. I have a plan to lose control. This is great. This is, this is a very healthy thing to do in life, isn't it? I got a plan to just absolutely lose control of my life. Um, and then he says, I'll be as high as the ivory tower you're living in. So not only... Uh, do I have a plan to completely lose it? Here's how I'm going to lose it. You know, <laughs> this person is extremely dysfunctional. This person is so dysfunctional. I, you know, this, this person really needs help. And I would pray that they would get help. Again, I have no disrespect for Garth Brooks. I own Garth Brooks music. I just want us. And I have no disrespect for the people that wrote this song. The... Uh, the beat is great. It's a fun song to sing around a, with a group of people. But at the end of the day, this song's a Twinkie. So here's what I want to encourage you to do. I want to encourage you to go through your playlist and identify the Twinkies. That's right. Identify the Twinkies and the Ho-Hos and the Ding Dongs that are just junk music. And then I want you to go through and find the music that is encouraging, that is uplifting. Find the music that's dropping that rope into your well and pulling you up. Not pulling you up emotionally, but also pulling you up intellectually with the lyrics. That'll be a challenge. Because if they're singing about breakup and divorce and all this other stuff, and we wonder why society's all messed up, look at what we're feeding on. Now, I'm not a prude. Anybody that knows me, I'm not a prude. I'm not, I'm not boring. By no means. But I think we should think about what we're thinking about and what we're singing about. Why? Because King Solomon says in Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for out of it flow the decisions that we make. And clearly in this song, this guy is not making good decisions. So I want to encourage you Go to TysonPriest.com. Join the 30-Day Ferocious Faith Challenge in the upper right corner. Let's get back to the core four. To grow as an individual. To grow as a person. It's free. One of the things that you will get when you sign up is a complimentary one-on-one -on -one spiritual life coaching session with me. That's a one-on-one -on -one complimentary spiritual life coach session with me when you sign up for the 30-day ferocious faith challenge we go live twice a week to encourage one another talk about the books we're reading talk about the exercise routines we're doing encouraging one another because reading and exercising are part of taking care of who we are so your homework should you accept it this week identify the musical twinkies in your musical cupboard. Go to TysonPriest.com, join the Ferocious Faith Challenge, and join the community. 
Until next week, own it. Out. Mm-hmm.